Hey everybody, welcome to the Bucks, Bulls, and Bows podcast. I'm your host, Rod White. This is the 30 Days of Rut podcast series. I'm on my way to pick up my son. So over the weekend, probably won't kick out any podcasts. So it, it is, it's actually November 11th. Um, I'm going to pick him up from school. Well, not from school, but unfortunately. I think it, the guy should be able to pick up his kid from school, but apparently the court system doesn't think so. So whatevs. Um, but anyhow, I don't know. if we're, We might get out to hunt in the afternoon tomorrow. I kind of doubt in the morning. I just, like, he doesn't like to wake up real early yet. He's just a kid. So, um, and I, I'm not going to push him to do anything. If he wants to run out there and try to shoot a deer, we're going to run out there and try to shoot a deer, pop up ground blind on the ground or something and try to get her done. But um, I actually got a buddy who's got a food plot. Uh, he's kind enough to let us hunt over that. So probably our highest odds of, of just shooting a deer, which is pretty much all my son wants to get a crack at is just a deer. So we had a bucky. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess it was, we had a buck that came by, but it was about 30 yards, and honestly, his effective range is more like 20. So uh, it was a tough deal for him to pass on it, but he passed on it. So anyhow, I just want to talk a little bit about the weekend coming up, since I'm not going to really be a part of it. I'm probably not going to podcast over top of that. I'm just I'm going to spend time with my son. So um, I thought I'd just kick this out now on the way to pick him up. Uh so, so where we're at right now in the rut is, is we're coming out of the lockdown stage probably the next day or two. This this weather system obviously helped that a ton. Um, so you're probably going to see a higher amount of activity than what you would have normally, I think, with milder temperatures. But we just came out of a hot streak, too, where deer were bedded pretty much all day long. So the cold snap, definitely. I, I saw a, a fairly mature buck this morning. Um, I know my brother saw one. Uh, several other people saw some good bucks. I know a guy missed one today at one o'clock. That was a really good one. Um, these bucks are going to be moving all day long, but here's the kicker throughout the weekend. They're not going to be moving really far yet. Like they're probably, they might be a little outside their core areas, but they're not going to be taking like long trips across wherever. Um, so you're going to probably lose a lot of those bucks off the cameras. Um, and that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of movement. These these bucks are, are, are running does in heavy cover for the most part or in between heavy cover areas um, across terrain funnels. So depending on how you have your camera set up, if you had them set up on a bunch of scrapes or rub lines or something, you're, you're probably not going to get much for pictures. Like if you haven't noticed in the past week, those scrapes have all gone cold for the most part. Maybe there's some new scrapes popped up. Most of those scrapes are popping up when those bucks are, are following a doe. They make a scrape for whatever reason, and they're not coming back to it. And, and after we get through this weekend, they're not going to come back at all, probably in your area, more than likely. So what happens is you've got the majority of the does. This is like kind of the tail end of the lockdown period. And like I said, the weather's helping us push through that a little bit more. So there should be some really good activity this weekend. But you've got this this three or four day period, what we call lockdown, which is when these bucks are breeding this doe, these does actively breeding them like the does are receptive and they're allowing the bucks to breed them so there's does everywhere that are hot and ready those bucks don't have to go very far to get some tail right they're not moving around a whole lot i mean they're going to be in a condensed area they're going to be moving a bunch but in more of a condensed area you know maybe their home core range you know for the most part after this week though or after this weekend probably most likely, and every deer's got a different personality, but the majority of those bucks are probably going to start to roam long distances because those does have all come out of estrus, and not all of them by any means. 
but a large portion of does are coming out of estrus. And because of that, those books, bucks are going to be starting to roam areas they don't normally roam because they've already had that tail and they want the tail bad. And they're going to go wherever they have to to get that. And after they've exhausted their regular areas and none of these does are in estrus, they bump them again. Like you'll see this behavior the last couple, day, couple days of the lockdown. And then um, they'll bump them or whatever. And then they just move on to the next. Kind of like the pre-rut. Like it's almost like we're going backwards in time. The, the, the difference will be is that those bucks will leave their core areas. So the, the flip side, that double-edged sword, is that you've got bucks that are traveling long distances that are in areas they've never been in before. They're highly susceptible to calling. And I'm talking about next week. If you see a buck by himself, by all means, you certainly could call that buck in. It, well, for me, I'm not doing a bunch of blind rattling right now because that's a question I'm getting about rattling and, and, and grunting. I'm not doing that blindly right now. Maybe I'll do a grunt here or there because I don't think it really affects the does that much. But rattling sometimes can make does come unglued. Sometimes they'll come to the antlers, um, which is bizarre, but sometimes they do. But And if they come, obviously some bucks are possibly going to follow them if they're in estrus. But um, I guess it's really not that odd. They're probably going to see what other suitors in the area, I, I would guess. I don't know. Um, just a speculation. So my point is, is that this weekend should be good because of the cold front. Your bucks, local bucks, may still be around somewhat in odd places compared to where your cameras are, but most likely in heavy cover, they're going to be pushing around bedding areas in between bedding areas. Find those terrain funnels that, that come up like <sighs> terrain funnels, like meaning ditches that come up at steep angles where deer are not likely to cross those ditches. So they go up around those and where those meet kind of some heavy, heavy honeysuckle ridges. Like those are money spots right now. Also, too, river bottoms are going to start being really productive. And not that they weren't a little bit earlier, but as these bucks start to travel long distances, river corridors are phenomenal, um, and it gets better the later we go. So my focus would be still on those those bedding areas, like at the tops of ridges. I don't like hunting in bottoms a lot, mostly because uh, the wind swirls a lot um, in a lot of those areas. So you really got to kind of... Um, if you're going to hunt those bottoms, make sure you've got a pretty clean wind. That's, that's pretty important unless you're like super confident in your scent control system, which I'm, I just, I'm not. So I live in an apartment now. I hunt out of the truck. There's not much scent control going on. So <laughs> for me, I'm just hunting, uh, with the wind, which is why, again, going back to the saddle setup, that's why I like the saddle setup. It's because I can pop in pretty much any tree with that lone wolf 0.5, uh, stand. It's, it's a pretty killer setup. Um, but yeah, for the most part, calling, I, I would say I wouldn't blindly be rattling. I think you can do more damage than good right now. That will change after the weekend, uh, going into maybe mid next week or early next week, depending on conditions. Uh, those bucks, like I say, if they're traveling and they hear some rattling, anything that makes them suspect that there are does nearby or chase going on, um, even you walking to your stand or walking from your stand, um, them hearing you in the leaves, you know, depending on how you're walking, if you're dragging your feet or not, you know, th that may, to them, may uh, signify that there's a chase going on or something. And, and don't be surprised. Always be ready with your bow walking to and from your stands. If You know, if you're traveling during legal shooting hours, I, I, I don't 
necessarily get into where I'm hunting at a lot of times before dark because a lot of times I don't even know where I'm going exactly. I know I'm going to a specific area, like a 30 or 40 yard area, but depending on the wind when I get there, I might jump in one tree or another tree. Um, I just found that my best sits are always my first sits for the most part, and that really applies to earlier in the season, but but also later in the season. I can just I can bounce around pretty much anywhere. I just I'm looking at, at Onyx maps. I'm looking at properties that I can hunt, public and private, which for me is 99% public right now. Um, and I'm looking at those saddles uh, between ridges with heavy bedding. I'm looking at ravine head funnels. I'm starting to look at uh, river river corridors, connecting big timbers. Um, and then later on, towards the mid to end of the week next week, I'll be looking in really different kind of places where you wouldn't expect. But they served me well in the past and in places in which you generally don't see a lot of deer in, but they are in, um, during that time period. And I'll explain that why later on as we move into that time period. So, uh, hope that helps. I just wanted to expand on some of that stuff going into the weekend. And, um, like I said, I'll, I'll probably kick this out tomorrow morning or something. If, if we go out hunting, I'll give you guys updates. Uh, me and my son are doing them, man. I really, man, I hope he can kill a deer. It's just so funny. Like I'm almost every day I could kill a deer under 20 yards and uh, it seems like every time my son and I go out, man, it's just we, we're so limited on time. Um, we just have a hard time getting it done. And 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 quite honestly, you know, I, he's not quite ready yet. He's getting there, but not quite ready yet with, uh, you know, a stand system. Like I can't bring him up and pop him into stands like I'm doing. Um, he just doesn't have the, the, the time to put into that. So I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate that have kids. So. Best of luck to all of you out there. Um, it's going to be a cold one. Uh, one suggestion I would have for clothing, um, really good piece of gear, heated vests. Um, just throwing that out there because it was wicked cold today. It was sitting in the stand. Um, those are money. If you've never used them before, there's a ton of them out there. I've used Gerbing specifically in the past. Uh, they have little, like, I think they're seven-volt batteries that are a little bigger than the size of a, kind of like the size of a garage door, door remote. And uh, those are our money like you can charge those up and have two or three of them in your pocket get some extra chargers they last about four hours uh, on the highest setting or at least mine did anyways and so um, they're they're pretty much money got any uh questions or whatever shoot them over to me i, I definitely i get a million uh requests about to look at maps how do i think this deer is show me trail cam pictures and stuff and i'll do my best to get to those uh but no guarantees on those guys if it's a simple short question um, that I can answer. Basically, I, I, I try to get respond to those. So um, just shoot me a DM on Instagram or actually you're better off sending me one on Facebook. My Facebook page, it's Rod White. Um, well, I think it's Rod White Olympic bow hunter. But if you're listening to this, you probably already know that. So good luck, everybody. Stay safe and uh, enjoy the weekend. You should, gosh, you guys should be in a deer. If you're not, you're just simply in the wrong place. And that, that doesn't necessarily have to do with skill. It has more just to do with doggone bad luck. So Wherever you can think of that does are present, generally speaking, I would be in those spots, find lots of shooting lanes, um, be more concerned with that than where the scrapes or rubs are. They're just not important anymore. Those bucks are going to be with those does, pushing them. Um, those does are going to be jacking around with them, running in and out of heavy cover. They're not going to be walking up to scrapes um, by any means for the most part. Not saying that can't happen, but for the most part. And again, all this information is for the Midwest here. I'm talking about Iowa, Southern Wisconsin, Southern Minnesota, uh, Illinois, Missouri type areas, and maybe other parts of the country, but that's for the most part what I know best. So 
that's where we're at. Good luck, everybody. See ya.